Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Psychic Questions Answered. Today is January 19th. The sun enters Aquarius today, and we'll talk about that in a moment. And we've got a lot of questions to get through today and some interesting topics. So I'd like to welcome everyone who's entered the room. Good morning from Germany, from Thomas. Thank you. And JG Dubia, good morning. I probably didn't say that right, but hey, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> and I'm going to just introduce myself really quickly. My name is Ellie Molina. I'm an intuitive psychic. I'm a former educator, even though I consider myself an educator today still. I'm a consultant and I love answering questions and helping people and guiding people to have the greatest life possible during our lifetimes. And with that being said, I want to just, my first question for today just popped into my inbox a few minutes ago. And the beauty of this question is that it was sent to us by SH out of NYC. And it just so happens that I know SH and had been thinking about her earlier this morning. And that's what I love about telepathy. We just need to be in um, observation of how many telepathic and psychic experiences we have over the course of our day. These are not random. We are tapped into one another. And so I'm not at all surprised that I hear from SH this morning as I had thought about her earlier. And so here's one of the questions that she posed, and we're going to start this right now and get us talking on our topic for today. SH asks, I am getting the feeling there are massive shifts taking place for me in career, income, and where I call home. Like I'm Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz and I'm in the tornado at the moment, waiting for the fruits of my labor to land and pointing me in a specific specific direction. I have an important meeting for my startup on January 28th, but it is a full moon. Is it wise to reschedule as it's on a full moon or does it not matter? Any insight on career momentum direction is most welcome. Thank you very much. Okay, SH, let's talk astrology first. So for, um, looking at the full moon, guess what? This full moon happens to be the sun conjunct Jupiter. It is highlighted as one of the most luckiest days of 2021. This is an auspicious day for you to be doing anything. You want your business to launch? You want to have this important meeting? Okay, SH, this is the day. Hold on to this. You can use the new the full moon as symbolizing the fruits of all of your efforts so far that you've put into being. And here is the big culmination. So this is such a wonderful day that you really do want to capitalize on it. The full moon will be in Leo at nine degrees. It is very fortuitous. You want to use this energy. And with that, um, I'm going to give you an affirmation that you may choose to use uh, in terms of going forward. 
And you look at it like this. You say to yourself every single day going forward from today, something great, something amazing, something way bigger than me is coming out of this because all of this has not been building up for nothing. And so once you have that and you believe this to be so because you know that it is so, this will come to fruition. You just have to be careful, SH, about your you know, subconscious self-talk that you have any sort of fear regarding this. Anytime you have a fear thought, just move it aside and say, you know what? Nah, I have been working too hard for this. Something huge is coming from this. Something highly fortuitous is coming from this. And I know it. And as a matter of fact, even looking at this spiritually and psychically, SH, this is going to be your big ticket. This is the beginning now of everything that you have put forth over the last few years. Know this and move carefully, not care, move confidently. That's the word I'm looking for. Know this and move confidently through the next few weeks. So that is just a wonderful way to kick off the call. So I don't even have to say good luck to you. Put it out there. Keep doing the work. Be confident. Use the declaration, the affirmation that I just said, or a variation of it. And just know this is a wonderful time, very fortuitous, all coming for you. And as always, if you want to do a quick check-in astrologically and need some guidance as to where the rest of your planets are, um, feel free to send me an email or just schedule. And of course, you'll always have the 20% off for being a podcast listener and subscriber. Okay, we're going to move right on to question number two that I have over here. All right. Uh, hi, Ellie. Every now and again, as I'm dozing off to sleep, I feel like I'm leaving my body. It's scary. So I wake myself up. Is there anything to this? Just curious. Thank you. Okay, this was um, out of... Um, Washington. And I just, oh, time travel over here. So here's the good news. Okay. Um, this is a wonderful experience. And if I were the one having this um, potential out-of-body experience, I would embrace it. So what's happening is the the other side, which is really still this side, it's just um, our tapping into higher dimensionality, our tapping into the realm of the unseen. So um, this is a great place to go to make magic. So in that space where you feel like you're going to have an um, an OBE, an out-of-body experience, this is where I'm going to say to you, hey, go with it. Go with the flow. See where it takes you. See where you're safe. And if you tell yourself before, you know, I am going to, I'm welcoming my out-of-body experience today. I'm going to welcome it. I'm going to see where it will take me. I go with the flow. This is going to be a wonderful opportunity for you to then have that out-of-body experience and see where it takes you. Um, a lot of people spend many hours looking to get to this space um, before sleep. So this is an intentional area for many that they strive to get to. And the mere, the mere fact, um, J, JGD, 
that you're having this experience is that the universe, your subconscious, your higher self is inviting you to go on these out-of-body experiences and these journeys. A lot of information will be revealed to you during this time. It's a highly psychic place to be at. And so therefore, if you could really just say, you know what, I'm going to be safe. Nothing's happening to me. I'm divinely guided and protected. I have been invited into this space well, this is going to be a really educational space for you. You'll bring back information from the other side that may help the people. This is what I'm actually seeing right now psychically, that if you allow yourself to go to this other side through um, the out-of-body experiences, you'll be able to bring back information for people here on this side who need your counsel and your wisdom. And there's something of here, um, J, uh, JGD, that when you do travel to the other side through this out-of-body experience, what I'm seeing is that you're going to be bringing back information about relationships. So there's something happening here, relationships, put a question mark and know that information will be provided for you by having that out-of-body experience. So uh, welcome it. And just know that the only reason that you may be afraid of it could have to do with your, and I don't know if this is true for you, but if you've had religious upbringing, let's say from the church, there's always a fear that something bad is going to happen and that it can be evil. However, that is something that was um, created by the church to keep people from having these experiences and learning the wisdom that is provided to us from traveling to the other side and having these out-of-body experiences. You know, yogis do this all the time. This is a big part of their able to bi-locate and travel and have these out-of-body experiences and then return to their body. Uh, if you've ever, if you ever want to read anything totally fascinating in this area that will then make you feel so much safer, I'm going to suggest that I suggest that you pick up the Masters of the Far East. This will show you what the yogis are able, to, were able, are able to do, and what people with extensive training can still do today. So uh, welcome this experience and. Have it be great. All right. Any questions so far? I'd like to welcome everybody who's entered the call uh, today. And anybody have any questions or comments to this before I head on over to the next topic? All right. I'll give you a few minutes to either call in or type in. If you want to call in, I believe you need to have a headset on. Otherwise, you can just type your questions into the box and send them and I'll answer. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, JGD, I intend that that um, has helped. And if you do have any questions, please, you know, feel free to contact me, ask, or even if you're on the call, then, you know, type something into the inbox and we can continue talking about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All quiet on the other side. So uh, another question that was sent to me is, oh, where to go of here? Ah, question that was spent, sent to me is, is spiritual work a place of privilege? 
And this is a very interesting question to me because we need to define what is, I am the um, center of this question did not send in the definition of privilege. So uh, I'm going to go with it the way that I see, and I'm welcome. I welcome your comments and questions. So the question here is, is spiritual work a place of privilege? And so this, yes, it is. And no, it isn't, depending on what it is by privilege. So if you're talking about socioeconomic privilege, no, it's not a space of privilege. It is a space of knowledge. It is a space of anyone can have the spiritual the spiritual work. And the spiritual work is available to everyone. You can um, just think about people who live in countries where uh, they have no access to a lot of um, modern day equipment. These people are by far more spiritual than many um, people living in first world countries who would consider themselves privileged by economics. And so so spiritual work has absolutely nothing to do with economy or social standing. Is it a privilege? Again, this really, this is really, what is your definition of privilege? So it is a privilege to be honored to be doing this work because this is a beautiful work and it requires a level of connection with your God and with universal consciousness and higher self. So in terms of that, you can look at it as privileged to be able to have this connection with your higher self and God. But in terms of an economic uh, situation, in terms of entitlement and economics, or so, you know, again, socioeconomic and knowledge base, no, it's not a, it's not a privilege. It's just um, really don't know where to go with this vocabulary word. So if anybody wants to help out, hey, let me know. I would love to hear. But again, spirituality and the spiritual practice is open to all the other side let's call it the other side the god side the universe welcomes everyone and you don't need to have anything you can sit beneath a tree and be more spiritual than anyone that you know who has tons of money and spends tons of money looking to attain spirituality because it has absolutely nothing to do with physical products or um, money. It's not about money. It, this is about your connection to higher self, your connection to the other side, your connection to God and to source. That is where spirituality re resides and where it reigns. And so one, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, one, people need to be very mindful and careful of of modern day spiritualism, everybody running around, you know, buzzwords, oh, I'm so spiritual, I'm so spiritual. You know, what does that mean for people when they say, I'm so spiritual? Do they love their neighbors? Are they forgiving? Uh, do they do they encompass love and understanding? Do they have high levels of emotional intelligence and awareness? Or are 
or are these spiritual people still just as judgmental as others? So, and casting negative looks and glances on people who do not believe in their particular in their particular viewpoint of spirituality. So is that a privilege? Again, this is, uh, no, it's, you know, it's not, it's really, it's really an awareness. So uh, my answer to that is, again, I'm repeating myself, so I'm sorry about this. It's awareness and it's consciousness. And um, it is you tapping into your God, your source, knowing that we are all connected to the divine. And the deeper that we tap into this every single day and trust the process and establish our connection to the divine and see uh, everyday occurrences as miracles, that to me is getting closer to true divinity, realizing that we are all tapped into higher consciousness and that we are co-creators of the universe and we are co-creators of what we have and we are responsible in a large part for what we have and what we do by the thoughts that we think, our attitudes, our beliefs, the, the actions that we take. So if that answers your question about spirituality being a privilege, uh, let me know. If not, send in some more questions and define it and let's see what happens or call in next time and let's get a discussion going because I'd love to hear your thoughts on what privilege looks like in spirituality. Okay, um, questions for anybody else? Any questions, any comments, any, anything that anyone wants to say? Oh, you're all so quiet over here today. Yes, <laughs> I see so many people in the room and yet everybody's so quiet. Okay, all right, let's go. Let's move on. Let's talk about, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about upcoming astrological events and we'll talk about dreams and we'll just talk about leaving the leaving our bodies and have, having a great time out there spiritually and making magic. Okay, so just FYI, the sun enters Aquarius today and that means that we are going to be in a really wonderful space of uh, looking for truth and looking, again, looking for truth on a much deeper level than it's been before. So this will be a great time to have truth revealed to us also. Um, another really great day to keep attention and pay attention to will be tomorrow. And the reason why I say great day is because Mars is conjunct Uranus, and this is a very volatile day, and there's going to be a lot of impulsive and erratic energy which rules, so anything can happen. And the interesting thing is that anything can happen, but not anything that we're expecting. So we want to do our best to avoid extreme things. So if you're making any financial decisions, please be wary of making them tomorrow. And again, in the United States, tomorrow is a really important day as it is the inauguration. And anyone paying attention to the news can see that there has been substantial buildup anticipation and collective consciousness as to what could potentially happen. So we can play a part in all of this also by monitoring our thoughts 
and our intentions, whatever happens, we want to remove ourselves from any sort of drama that may play itself out. And we want to be, well, you know, you don't have to do anything I'm suggesting. But for people who want to call themselves spiritual um, and consider themselves spiritual, this is a great opportunity to go to the God source and to send love and blessings for the highest good of all for the planet and to take it out of the realm of identity and ego and lower frequency consciousness. Um, you know, getting back into such, such um, divisions as to Democrats and Republicans and good guys and bad guys. And, you know, you want to take all of that. This is, uh, we're part of the human race. And so we want to bring peace to our human race and we want to bring wisdom to our human race. And therefore we need to transcend through these lower frequencies to the space of love and that can be done through meditation and through thoughts and not through voyeurism of watching what's going to happen, what's going to go down, you know, and being part of the spectators, but rather being someone who sends out love as a more divine and angelic force for the highest good of all for everyone involved and for the planet. So that is one of the things that we can look for tomorrow as Mars conjuncts Uranus and if anyone has any questions, feel free to pop them in right now in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. And then another day that we're going to be looking for uh, this week will be Mars square Jupiter. This will happen on the 22nd this coming Friday. And this is a good day because Mars will square Jupiter, the Taurus um, Aquarius square. And you may feel very courageous on this day. You may feel very daring. Um, you may feel tested by competition. And if you maintain a very high and positive attitude, if you're in any sort of quote unquote competitive area arena, this would be a day where you could be the winner. If you in, set your intention on that one and say, hey, I'm going to win this today. This is going to be my day. Again, all through self-talk and attitude, belief and expectancy. And then we have a really beautiful day this weekend on January 23rd. This is Venus sextile Neptune in Capricorn Pisces. And this is a superb day for um, loving planets. And if I know that a lot of things are closed, uh, you know, museums are closed unless you make an appointment. However, if you have an opportunity to do something romantic in your life or an opportunity to enjoy some of the cultural arts. This is a very romantic day and you want to take advantage of this. Also, the sun will conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. And so just, you know, use this day for something gentle and something beautiful. And again, if possible, use it for something romantic. And one can always have romance even by themselves, which is something that we're doing in the magic course that I'm currently teaching. And in the magic course that I'm teaching, what we're going to be talking about um, is uh, just creating our lives through intention and through magic and seeing everything as magical and that everything is co-created with higher with higher um, 
guidance. Oh, we just got a question. All right, can you speak of January 28th, new moon? It's not the new moon, so I self-correct. If I did say new moon, I apologize. It is the full moon. And I believe you spoke in the beginning, would this be a good day to start a business? So this is a full moon. And I do correct myself if I say that it was a new moon. Only this full moon is unlike other full moons in terms of normally, you know, we're told in, we're told in astrology and we're told in magic, that in magic work, that the full moon is a time to release. And, but think about it in terms of, think about it in terms of your energy. If you have been building up um, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Got it. Thank you. Um, self-corrected over here. So if you have been building up with an idea, let's say for example, Hey, you know, I want to build a business. I want to start my business. You've been planning this for a long time. This is building up and you're just waiting for the right time, the right day to say, Hey, I'm going to go do this. So guess what? This is a, not a new idea that you have. This is something that's building up. This is a fabulous day to create the new. This is the full moon. You'll be releasing all of the, the energies that have been built up to culminate on this one. So this is, and, and again, because of the sun conjunct Jupiter on this, this is considered one, astrologically, this is going to be considered one of the luckiest days of 2021. So if it's a lucky day, of 2021, then you want to use this to go bring forth something new because you're really releasing all of the energy that you have built up in the creating of the new business. So it's it's a different kind of energy and it's superb. This is going to be a great day. Um, definitely use the energy on this one. I oh, Okay. And if you're doing numerology, you know, if you're doing... Um, Chaldean numerology, you want to take a look also. I hadn't done the numbers, but we'll do them right now. Uh, 28 is 10, 1 and 1 is 2, and then uh, 4, 5. So we're looking at a number 7. So 7 is considered a fortuitous day also. And, oh, okay, let me just go and talk about the releasing a little bit really quickly. Thank you, Tomas, for asking. And we have callers. We have a caller from Germany today. I'm always so excited when we're international. So, uh, yes, normally in our magic work, we like to create the new. And so we use the new moon to create the new, set our new intentions into the space. However, there are times, there are always exceptions. There's no, there's no rule to this. There's no hard rule. This has to be. So there are times where we want to use the energy of releasing to make our magic. And so this just happens to be one of those days where we want to release all of the things that have been building up for so many months. You know, like, again, if you've been working on a business, you know what this takes to, to build up a business. It takes months of work and um, it gets all bottled up and the energy needs to come out. So again, this is a great day to do it. We want to get everything done before um, does it have to be on that exact date to release? Well, you want to use the energy. So the answer is pretty much, yeah, because this is the day that the sun conjuncts Jupiter. So we know that 
we know that this is not so much about the full moon. This is really more about the sun conjuncting Jupiter at this time. We know that the energies of the full moon are good two days before and two days after. However, on this particular day, remember that two days after this sun conjunct Jupiter, we have the Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. And so Mercury goes retrograde until February 20th. And then again, then it will go into the shadow period. So it won't be really full direct in terms of energy and uh, until March 11th. So that's when it'll be back in its full strength. So my point to anybody who wants to do business on the 28th and use this fortuitous day, make sure you have all your ducks in order, make sure you get all your papers signed. And so that you won't be um, entangled in the Mercury retrograde energies that sometimes abound and sometimes don't. So again, this is just a little tangent over here. Um, I remember there was a time where I was looking to say, okay, I'm going to be greater than the Mercury retrograde and I'm not buying into Mercury retrograde. And I'm just going to do all my things without even thinking about Mercury retrograde and pretend it doesn't exist. Um, and then things happened and it was, like, oh no, this is, this is part of the collective consciousness. And if the collective consciousness buys into the Mercury retrograde, then other people's thoughts about the retrograde will have an impact on what's happening in my life as well, because I'm a co-creator. And so again, we don't want to be a slave to any of this stuff. We want to use it to in the stars and the planets incline. They do not compel. Nothing is written in stone. We are the co-creators of our universe. So if this day happens to work well for you and it's great, go for it and use it. If it's something that you're not sure about, well, guess what? You're not sure about it, so it's not going to be working for you. You want to work with a day that you can look at and say, you know what? Now's the time. This is the time I want to do it. And that goes for everything in life. You know, as we swim in the currents of the rivers, we always know when we've come to gentle waters and when it's our time to do something, to start something new, to leave a relationship, to create a relationship, to relocate. We know because it's done on an intuitive timing and it doesn't even have to have anything to do with planets. It cannot be a forced timing. You'll often go look and notice that it was coincidentally uh, in alignment with some of the planets. But for the most part, we know intuitively if we pay attention to our intuition and go with our internal guidance system, we will never be led astray. That is the power of being human. And so with that, we are at the end of today's podcast. And once again, tap into your internal guidance system. Always follow your true north Follow your intuition. You know when it's right for you. Your body feels it. When your body is excited and you feel good about it, that is a yes. When your body feels bad about it and all of your hairs are sticking up from behind your neck, it's a little bit more than fear. And so that is a no. Okay. And with that, I wish you all much love and happiness on this Tuesday. See you all next week. And remember, call in, ask in, send in your questions. Ask Ellie. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Love to you. Enjoy. Thanks for being here.